I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, everybody, to the Thursday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. So much to discuss with all of you across the country. We've got Trump's massive lead in the polls, which we want to discuss a little bit about. Also, his plans for the upcoming GOP debate. Clay's going to be handling that one for you because I'm going to be in Scotland. And I'm, I'm just gonna... I'm really jealous of that trip to Scotland. That's going to be so much fun. I'm excited. I, I'm just going to Carrie's going to have to elbow me in the ribs every time I'm like, hey, laddie. You know, because I'm sure they don't like that over there with some Americans like, you know, very excited for their first time in Scotland. Anyway, um, so we'll we'll talk about what's going on with the Trump uh, debate strategy, as in what he's going to do while not being at the debate. What's going on there and what the thought process is. Um, The blind side, we talked to you about this yesterday. It's getting even crazier. Yeah, there are people who are now, and I, you know, the Huffington Post. I didn't even know that still existed. I thought maybe that had ended up on like the same trash heap as like Gawker, but the Huffington Post reporting that people are demanding Sandra Bullock give back her Oscar, which is just one of the craziest and weirdest things I've seen in a little while on the internet. We've also got the uh, the Biden economy. To discuss here, there's some stuff that I think people should be paying attention to that's not obviously getting a lot of attention because they want everyone to think the economy is fine. And, and the, the latest, a little bit of an update on uh, the Maui uh, uh, relief efforts after the wildfire. We talked to Will Kane about that yesterday. Uh, more people are pointing out relief coming in too slowly and a federal government that seems like it's uh, it's been caught off guard. So we'll get into... All of that today, over the course of the show, and and Clay, you know, let, let's start with this. We have two different polls that are suggesting that 
Donald Trump is in a 40-point lead over his next closest competitor, which would be Ron DeSantis. But 40 points is not close at this stage of the game. It's it's hard to... Uh, look, you could place a bet. No one knows. The future is not set. But it's hard to imagine, barring some cataclysmic event of some kind, uh, how this gap will, will be made up uh, to the point where Trump, I, I think I said this early on, he's not going to go to the first debate uh, if the lead is big enough. I think you agreed. I, I think we were both yeah. sitting here saying it's just that's not a very Trump move. Um, I want to get into what you think uh, could come out of this. but But first off, you know, the psychology of, of Trump being so far ahead right now for the base, do you think this is mostly attributable to a sense of we will not let them, I want to say mostly, maybe that's too much, largely attributable to a sense of we will not let the deep state and and the system break our candidate, and so there's just a rally to the flag effect? Like How, how do you assess, I thought Trump would be ahead 15 or 20 points at this point. I did not think we'd be looking at a 40-point gap. There are so many angles here. First of all, let's begin. Donald Trump right now, even with the felony charges in four different jurisdictions, New York City, Washington, D.C., South Florida, and Atlanta, is in the strongest political position of his entire political career. And I think many people are missing that. If you go back to when Trump came down that escalator in 2015 and officially announced that he was running for president, all the way up to this exact day as we talked, five months basically until the uh, Iowa caucuses, never at any point in his political career has Donald Trump's standing been higher. Now, you by, can say, by well, the numbers, president of the United right? States, but, but, but like never in 2016 did he, Bucky, have this big of a lead in the primary season. It never happened. Yeah, well, I'm fact, just saying everybody you're, you're, you're analyzing the data. I mean, this yeah. is what the numbers, this isn't like yes. a perception-driven Correct. analysis. This is what the actual numbers that we see consistently and have for months. So I, I think you have to begin there because his strength, he never led basically in any poll against Hillary Clinton. In 2016, if you go back to the Republican primary, he never had a 40-point lead. In fact, if you remember the way the 2016 Republican primary was covered, the argument was Trump will lose as soon as everybody else drops out and it ends up in a 1v1 because for the most part, Trump had like 25 or 30 percent. Now, there were 18 or 19 people running, but Trump had 25 or 30 percent. That was his base. And all of the arguments, all of the arguments were that he would crumble even running against Hillary, as we have talked about on this show, and all of you remember, New York Times says he has a 2% chance to win on election night, their their calculator, all of those things, he was a huge underdog. And then go to 2020, and I understand people say, well, you can't trust polling, but that's the reliable data that we're assessing when he's got a 40-point lead, basically, in Quinnipiac and Fox News, and they both came out in the last 36 hours or so. I think that's telling a consistent story. But, Buck, you go back and look at the 2020 race. He was never ahead of Joe Biden. He's ahead of Joe Biden, or they're roughly even in many polls that are coming out on a day-to-day basis now. So Trump is stronger right now, even with all the charges, 
than he has ever been at any point in his political career. Again, leaving aside when he was, in fact, in the presidential, uh, in the office. I'm talking about running for office. He's never been in a stronger position. So you asked the question, why is that? I think people are angry. And I think Trump is their, uh, is their battle axe. And I think people are just furious and they feel like Trump is the biggest battler uh, that is out there in the entire Republican field. And they want someone who is just going to smash things up and actually go after Democrats. And in that, in that way, the indictments just play to Trump's strength that Democrats are dishonest. They are not playing by a consistent set of rules. And anyone out there who is in the Mike Pence or Mitt Romney or Paul Ryan mindset, which is America's a great place and we're just all going to be super nice and let's hold hands and, and we're going to sing Kumbaya and everything's going to be fine. I think that most Republicans, particularly those who are going to be active in the primary, do not feel that way and they want vengeance, they want a reckoning, and they believe Trump is going to provide it for them. Now, for the other, actually, before I get to the other individuals, did you see, okay, a few things. I think you were out the day that I talked about Kemp putting out the... Yeah, we need to, in, talk, we need to, we need to talk about that, because that we was, texted with that. Yes. Yeah, that was, that's right. We, so I, I sometimes I confuse our texting with our talk on the radio, because that was a real, um, that was an extended finger in the direction of uh, of of Trump world. I think from from a my uh, my Brian Kemp should be the VP uh, selection just happen. so you can take Georgia <laughs> off the board. It definitely went up in flames the minute that Brian Kemp came out and ripped Trump and what he's saying about the Georgia election. So that that relationship is torn asunder. Mom and dad are not getting back together. Yeah, yeah, no, I, that, that was that was a real moment. I wasn't expecting him to come down with that one so fast, but so Brian. Brian Kemp not going to, um, and you know a few things. One, you know, I spoke to a bunch of of uh, three different friends of mine who were attorneys because I was sort of curious on their different takes. And there's so many things floating around here as as kind of an update to the Georgia conversation yesterday, Clay. So when you were talking about switching to federal court, you meant the there's this arcane law that if you're a federal government person. You can, if you can make a colorable argument, right? That's the, so, I mean, I, I think, in brief. so let, let's go, yes, but let's go into that for just a sec. This is, we're talking now about a 19, but we need to talk about this in the bottom of the hour, but yes, this is a huge, complicated civil procedure mess. This and case and what, so in, in I thought when, when you said that, I thought, wait a second, do you mean that they're, they're going to bring a separate federal charge and, and you no, know, the way it works, anyway, we can talk about it. It, it, it's something that people generally don't come across, and it's it's specific to people who are indicted who are working for the federal government. So it's the, it's a a statute kind of within the statute, but there's also some very strange. This is what I found out. I was curious, but there's some very strange things that people wouldn't expect about how that plays out. So we we can get into that a little bit more. But that's a very uh, a specific thing to Georgia. Um, I I di- I will tell you, all three of the attorneys I talked to were like. Uh, they did different number of the four cases, different, you know, some thought one, some thought two, none thought four would go through and none think that Atlanta will go through. I so set I the over under on one, uh, that, 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 and we need to talk. We'll talk it maybe at the bottom of the hour because I do think it's interesting. They're trying to set that Atlanta case for March 4th, which is the day before Super Tuesday, 
yeah. while claiming that they care about our democracy. The one that I really still think that they're going to try to ramp through is D.C. So that that gets me to two. I don't, I don't yeah. think all four will. I mean, that that is a lot. Um, and the more you look at the. I, I think it's not even just the case in Atlanta. I think it's the uh, the skill of the prosecutor in this case in, in bringing this. It might have been much more about politics and even actually doing legal or, or damage. Anyway, we, we can get more into that, but I, I, I did a little bit of uh, after action. I was like, wait, so what exactly is going on there? And it's, and you know, people are arguing about all that. People are arguing about the, the president's ability or a future president's ability to pardon himself from state charges. You may have seen yes. this. There's back and forth on the internet over this. So it's, it, <laughs> but this is processed. Not the pardon thing, but the other stuff is processed stuff. So we're talking about, uh, we'll bring this back here to Trump's VP. You see people now are floating Marjorie Taylor Greene as a possibility. Yeah. I think, I think the Trump's VP game is going to be something that we see played a lot. Given that we know it will not be Kemp, what do you think about the Trump VP sweepstakes right now? All I want to do is win. That's, that's, that, I mean, I, I, I think at its baseline level, Everybody out there winning is such a huge focus. That's all I care about. That's what American playbook is about. I just care about winning. And so, Buck, I can't get past the VP selection has to be, to me, someone who makes it more likely that the uh, Republican ticket wins. And in general, Trump is right that the VP doesn't matter that much in terms of moving the needle, but that's why I kept talking about Kemp before everything got torn asunder in Georgia. Glenn Youngkin Can I make would a prediction? My guy. Can I make a prediction? Um, oh, wait, who would be your guy? Glenn Youngkin. Oh, yeah, yeah. No Just chance. Just somebody who could put a state in play <laughs> who's very competent. I don't think he's going to be the pick, I, right. but that's who I would pick now. Glenn Youngkin or Brian Kemp, and Kemp's off the table for Trump. If you could, yeah, Kemp is definitely, he is He is off the table. He has run out the back door of the kitchen. He is yes. not showing up again. Yes. Um, I, I mean, I, I the, the strategy makes perfect sense. I just, knowing Trump as well as you and I both do, I think it is pretty clear he will he will pick the VP that he just wants around and, and kind of amuses him the most. I do not think that it, or, you know, that he likes and trusts the most. I do yeah. not believe he's going to make some map based calculation as to what's going to help him somewhere. The, the exception to that may be uh, Carrie Lake, but she fits into both categories. Yeah. Where she could help deliver Arizona, but he also has a very close relationship with her. But you even look at Mike Pence. We didn't need help winning Indiana. Remember? That? I know. Did yeah, I think get... that Mike Pence, at least if you went back, and it's hard to go back and remember when Mike Pence was selected, there was a lot of uh, discomfort, I would say, in the evangelical community over Trump. And I think that that was actually a strategic move by Trump, if you go back and remember when he made that pick, to basically let the conservative wing of the Republican Party know, hey, I see you, and I'm acknowledging that you're an important part of this, because... Trump now has strong evangelical support, but back in 2015, there was a great deal of skepticism. Yeah, there was hesitation over yeah. his his personal peccadillos. Yes, I think that would be, uh, or his some of the, some of his language, etc., was not really. Anyway, I, I think uh, I, I also believe, and yeah, there's the whole McCain Palin era. Look back on this as well. VPs don't really matter that much in the election. I mean, it might matter a little bit. And in a, the thing is, in a razor-thin election, which it will probably be, uh, 
you know, it, it could make a big difference. So we'll come back into some more of this. We'll also talk a little more about uh, some of the illegal arguments. I mean, you've got legal heavyweights who are just telling each other, no, on the same side, Republicans yeah. being, no, you're, you're wrong, false, you've got this one wrong. So it's it's interesting to see how, how this is shaking out. We'll get into all of that here in just a second. Yeah, and look, um, Buck, we'll talk about it, but I think the thing is, you can be right or wrong just depending on who the judge is. So it's not Correct. only the, the lawyers. It's like who the judge is that makes the decision. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel of the Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel of the Towers to support them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their smart home program, severely injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel of Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans. Through their homeless veteran program, they're helping more than 2,000 people this year alone because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Voices of sanity in an insane world. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, 
pick less, it's that easy. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Talking about Trump opening up a big lead in the Quinnipiac poll as well as the Fox News poll, 40-point lead nearly uh, in the Fox News poll, 40-point lead specifically in the Quinnipiac poll, numbers we have never seen before uh, as Ron DeSantis has fallen significantly behind. Vivek Ramaswamy, we should mention, uh, has been surging up the polls, but still 40 points behind. There is no one who is really an aggressive challenger of Trump in a significant way right now. But I wanted to mention this because tying in with the lead that Trump has is the fact that this election nominee will be decided probably by March 5th and certainly by March 12th. But March 5th is so-called Super Tuesday, a primary state where, for instance, I am in the state of Tennessee. We will be voting in the Republican primary, in the Democrat primary, on March 5th. And Fannie Willis, we need to talk about this, Buck. Fannie Willis, who is the Atlanta prosecutor, has requested a trial date of March 4th, the day before Super Tuesday. Now, that's eight months roughly from now. I don't think there's any way that it will end up happening. But the fact that she would suggest that as a trial date is just more evidence of how intensely partisan and political all this process is, Buck. The Bragg indictment and the Fannie Willis indictment are are meant as uh, career-enhancing political moves for both individuals. And and what it's what the Democrat base wants. They're both going to be very shaky on the law. Uh, they're both I mean, beyond shaky on the law. It's an abuse. Uh, and we should talk about how some of that is, is going to play out now. So we'll come, we'll come back into some of that. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's up next. All right. Let's, let's talk for a second here about what the Biden administration is up to because we'll talk about the economy later on in the program. It's getting shaky out there. You got a trillion dollars in credit card debt. You've got the highest mortgage rates you've seen in decades. Things can turn really quickly. And according to former Wall Street insider and digital currency expert Tika Tawari, we could uh, soon hear from the White House about a central bank digital currency. He thinks that's the plan. In fact, the publication Business Insider has confirmed this idea. They said the U.S. Treasury recently made its strongest indication that a central bank digital currency is on the table. Tika believes this announcement could come in the months ahead. That's why he's released an informative video to help you prepare. You can see for yourself online. Go check it out. It's at dollarrecall.com. Again, that website is 
dollarrecall.com dollarrecall.com paid for by Palm Beach Research Group We're talking about Georgia and Trump and the the upcoming debate the way this whole cycle is going to play out things are still looking well, it's all pretty crazy. You got a presidential candidate who's facing four criminal indictments. We are in completely uncharted legal territory in a variety of contexts. Uh, one thing I wanted to get to, uh, Clay, because we knew something like this was going to happen. The Fulton County clerk who leaked, oh, yeah. and I will, I, another thing, again, I'm just going with, with consensus. I spoke to three different lawyers. It's not going to, there's no, there's no motion. There's no charge, you know, because, they're going to say it's a, oh it's just a mistake that you know they're going to try to make this whole thing go away. Here's the Fulton County clerk who leaked the charges. Play clip three. I did a work sample in the system, and when I hit save, it went to the press queue. It wasn't an official document. It wasn't official charges. It was the dry run. It was a work sample. That was the best word I could come up with. Um, it was fictitious. It wasn't real. It didn't have a stamp on it. So oh, she, this is clerical so error. That's a that's a heck of a clerical error to pull off right there. But I I don't think that I I think that that's unlikely to result in any major uh, legal blowback. I I don't I don't know what the motion would be other than you know paperwork paperwork mistake unless they could show there was some kind of conspiracy to. But I think we all know the charges are coming down anyway. What well, okay? So on the how funny well, is that? By the way, the biggest case. Probably in modern Atlanta history, Buck. State of Georgia history, 21st century, biggest case. They decide to test something and accidentally publish the entire... I mean, this is so dumb that you can't help but just laugh because I'm sure everybody out there listening, like at some point the IT guy, you've had to call him in or whoever is in charge, you don't understand anything. I, I can only imagine the reaction. Literally, the only thing you can't do is publish that before it happens. And then she came out and said it was fictitious, which is also a total lie because it was just published way too early, which is what we said on this show. Yeah. I mean, what's next? You're going to have a jury form and be like, we find the defendant not guilty. Oops, just kidding. Actually guilty. I read the wrong thing. It, it reminds me of those Southwest Airlines want to get away. Uh, remember those ads back in the day oh, where yeah. somebody would screw up? I mean, that has to be, for any clerk, the single dumbest error that you could make at the worst, at the most inopportune moment. So I just have to laugh at it. But they tried to lie and gaslight all of us and say, oh, it's just a coincidence that all of the charges ended up the exact same at the exact numbers, and this was a fictitious document. When we came on, we said, it looks pretty it looks pretty real, and we shared it on this show uh, several hours before the official grand jury indictment came. The former mayor of Atlanta weighed in as well on this, uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms. I believe she was the mayor during some of the, uh, the BLM riots in That's Atlanta. Right. So she was the most recent mayor. Uh, here she is saying Fannie Willis is going to dig in and cannot be intimidated. Play four. She's not a pencil pusher. She's not just some administrator uh, who was elected as district attorney. She was someone under her former boss, the former district attorney, who was entrusted with prosecuting some of the most notorious and high profile cases in Fulton County. And if I were advising the Trump team, which, of course, I am not. 
I would say the more that you try and intimidate her, the more she is going to dig in and will be determined uh, to get the outcome that she is, is set on getting in this case. I mean, uh, this notion of the Trump team trying to intimidate the prosecutor, I, I, I don't that's just to me that's that's bizarre. I mean, the, you know, the Trump lawyers are not. First of all, a bunch of Trump lawyers are facing indictment from her. Um, but uh, OK, so here, here's what I found. Tell me if this all tracks, because I had to dig into this. So on the on the removal. So it's not a whole new or a shift in. It's not a um, concurrent jurisdiction issue, which is I thought what you were talking about. No, yesterday. no, no. I'm something. saying that the case would actually be in federal. court. So I, I I'm I, I didn't I didn't catch that at first because I was just like, there's no way there because sometimes that's why I said like gun charge, whatever. It could be mm-hmm. a state charge. It could be a federal charge. What you're talking about is. The case gets removed under an old statute where if you're a federal government employee, it essentially prevents state governments from harassing federal government employees who are doing their work. Um, Trump tried this, I believe, in New York, and so far it hasn't worked. The judge said no. Obviously, there's different circumstances there, and it's currently waiting for uh, for the appeals court to weigh in on that. What's interesting, though, about it is that it's not like it's a federal trial. Right. If you move, if it gets removed, you'll get a federal judge, you'll get a federal jury, but it's state charges. So then the pardon thing still is an issue. So that's it, why. It, and and this, this, this is the whole, other one. Yeah. And, and, and Fannie Willis can be deputized as a special, uh, uh, special attorney, you know, U.S. attorney for the purposes of trial. So she can continue. So that was the part of it. I was like, she can continue to prosecute the case. In a federal court with a federal judge and a federal jury, so those are all important pieces, but she gets to be the one bring it possibly, theoretically, continue to bring the charge and the case, and if she got a conviction, it would still be state charges. That's my, having conferred with a couple of people, that's my understanding. So this is a huge myth. The, the, the case that I am most confident is not going to get tried before uh, the election in 2024 is Atlanta. Because if she, Buck, if, if Fannie Willis had just wanted to go after Trump, maybe that case could get tried. There are 19 defendants here. And to, to the point on the courts and whether some of it's federal and some of it's state, she is saying she wants to try all 19 defendants together. There's a 0% chance of that. And so you have got all these different defendants who are going to have different charges and different motions and different arguments. Most of them, I would think, will want to be doing their own trial because it makes it more complicated for the prosecution. So they'll try to sever as many different directions as they can in this case. And I, I, I just this this is a sprawling monstrosity of a mess. She now is requesting March fourth. But the New York City case, I believe, is set for like March 24th. I don't think there's any way possible that Atlanta is going to be tried. The biggest issue for Trump is if he could get it moved to federal court um, in the event that this case actually went through. This is where it becomes a civil procedure mess. You have a federal court applying state law, and then you would have an even more complicated question if you had a conviction of state law in federal court, and I'm going to make people's brains roll back into their head. Buck, I was talking, I did the signing yesterday in Brandon, uh, Florida. So many people came up, and they were saying they felt like they deserved legal credit 
for having listened and 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 frankly having to contemplate all of these different swirling legal aspects of these cases it is it is unprecedented but the mess is to what extent can Trump avoid serious consequences in Atlanta whenever this were to go to trial? So I think for for me, the motives of the different prosecutors has to be taken into account here. I, I mean, the political motives, right? Not the like motive to get justice because Trump is such a threat to the rule of law. The 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 real motives, because the timing was obviously set in this way for a reason. They yeah. could have brought these charges. All four of these cases could have Two been brought. Two and a half years Fannie Willis has been investigating this, yeah. Buck. All of this could have been brought much sooner than it was. So, I, for example, with Jack Smith, I think the delay, and isn't it interesting to see this, look what they did with Hunter Biden, right? When they choose to do these things, it's almost like for a news organization, what they choose to cover is as important as how they cover it for these prosecutors. When yes. They bring charges or how long they hold off from charges can have an enormous impact. So I, I think Jack Smith thinks he can get a, uh, one of these. I think he thinks he can drag one across. Again, who knows? He thinks he can get one of them across. I think DC is more likely. He thinks he can get a conviction. He thinks so. I'm not, whether that's true or not. I think with Bragg and Fannie Willis, what's your, now Bragg's case might actually go. I don't think he thinks he can get a conviction. Fannie Willis's case, I tend to agree with you now. I, I, Looking at the structure of this one, I think that's a very difficult one for them to be able to do before the, you know, to get done before the election. So I think you'll probably go two for four. That's my sense. I, yeah. I would bet two for four is what you'll get. But I think for Fannie Willis, then this is what I was trying to get to, bringing the case and bringing this huge RICO case and everything. This is how she becomes the mayor of Atlanta. This is how she becomes the governor of Georgia. This is how maybe she, you know, it, it's really just about the political messaging at this point, more than because otherwise, Clay, to hold it this long and have everyone say you're not even going to get to trial before the election. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any this sense. This is the big issue with all of these district attorneys in blue cities and blue states. What do they lose? Even if they lose the case, their political bona fides are established forever because they were the prosecutor who went after Trump and wasn't afraid of him. And for Democrat voters, for television ads and radio ads that are going to be run, for speeches that these people are going to do for the rest of their career, Alvin Bragg and Fannie Willis have made themselves. Now, you can at least say, I think Jack Smith is a joke, but you can at least say Jack Smith isn't a politician, meaning he has political aspirations in the sense that he's definitely plugged in, but he's not running for office. Alvin Bragg would love to be the mayor or the governor. I bet Fannie Willis would love to be the mayor or the governor. Jack Smith is just a stooge who's doing the work of Merrick Garland. Maybe somewhere down the line he thinks, hey, maybe I could be attorney general one day or something like that. But he's not, I don't think, ever going to run for elective office. But for these DAs who run for elective office to get elected in the first place, it's 100% political. And many of them, Letitia James is a great example in New York, but she ran her entire campaign bragging, I'm going to get Trump. So is it any surprise when you actually get the opportunity that you're going to go try to get Trump, you're fulfilling a campaign promise. That's what they're doing, and that's what they're trying to do. 800-282-2882. Um, we'll get back into some of this. And, and also, I'm going to need Clay to explain something to me, how it's possible that the Barbie movie has made a billion dollars. Neither of us have seen it, though, right? We can no, correct. 
I have not seen it. I don't understand how it's even theoretically possible, um, as well as some other stuff coming up here. Innovation Refunds has been helping small businesses get a tax refund from the IRS through the Employee Retention Credit Plan. It's become known as the ERC. If you own a business with more than five employees, you could have money waiting to be claimed. If your CPA said that you might not qualify for the ERC, it may be worth getting a second opinion. A second set of eyes can sometimes make a huge difference. They'll collaborate with your CPA to assess your eligibility, ensuring you feel confident before submitting your application. Innovation Refunds does not provide tax or legal advice. They work with an independent network of tax professionals and will share information with them to evaluate and process your claims. Terms and conditions apply. They've been helping eligible businesses claim their ERC tax refunds since 2021, and they may be able to help your business, too. Go to innovationrefunds.com or call them to get started at 843-REFUNDS. That's 843-REFUNDS. There's no charge. They don't get paid unless you get paid. That website, again, is innovationrefunds.com. The phone number is 843-REFUNDS. Don't miss a minute of Clay and Buck and get behind-the-scene access to special content for members only. Subscribe to CNB 24-7. Buck, why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do 
and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. One complexity here that I haven't heard discussed very much. We were just talking about how these blue city and blue state DAs have effectively carte blanche because they have nothing to lose by going full-fledged after every single one uh, of these Trump charges. Did you see where Katie Hobbs in Arizona floated the idea and then immediately ran back from it of bringing charges against Trump in the state of Arizona too? And the reason why I bring that up is, and, and I have not heard this discussed, if the Georgia charges are considered to be 100% legitimate, which you know that Buck and I do not believe, but if you were to buy into that, Why would there not also be charges brought in Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, Pennsylvania, maybe Nevada, anywhere that they considered trying to put forward a different slate of electors because there was an idea that the election was not fair? Certainly in Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, and Pennsylvania, those are blue states right now with blue state governors, certainly with district attorneys in big cities who are left-wing in nature, Fannie Willis has given them all a roadmap, too. I'm actually surprised, and unfortunately this is the precedent we're setting, but there's no reason this couldn't happen in Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, and Pennsylvania, too. Yes, I think that that's that's a, a risk here. I think that it is unlikely to happen in some of those places just because... I think at this point, I mean, basically, you know, there's terminal velocity of like absolutes, right? When you're falling absolute speed, have we reached the point where a fifth indictment looks too like we're already at four? Would a fifth indictment look too political? Because at some point, I do think that even even people that are a little bit uh, put off by Trump and these indictments in general might say, "Are you guys just going to throw fifty indictments at him? Like, what what's what's going on here?" I think for Katie Hobbs, for example, realized that it's actually not a strong play for Democrats to throw air. Georgia is different. Georgia, we know, has been coming for a while. Georgia, you know, there there were some specifics here about state law that played into it. I don't, this is the thing, unless you, like, really look into state election law in different states, it's different in every state. You know, in some states, you ballot harvest, for example, you're great. Thanks. Thanks for helping. Other states, you go to prison, right? (laughs) Election laws can be very, very different. Um but I think there's a recognition that one state charge uh, of this kind on the election is probably their best shot. More than that, looks like it's too absurd. Of, I don't know. Maybe they have no outer limit of a, You don't think there's any outer limit of absurd? Well, I just I, look at it at, on an incentive structure. Let's say that you're the DA, and I'm just tossing. I don't even know who the DAs are in these in these cities. But let's say you're the DA in Milwaukee. You're the DA in Philadelphia. Uh, Maricopa County, I think Phoenix yeah. probably is not as politically uh, charged. It, I think Maricopa It was the County Milwaukee DA even. years ago who did the uh, the John Doe investigations against Walker. It was a total partisan hit job, but anyway. Correct. Like, if you're in Detroit, you're in Milwaukee, or you're in Philadelphia. Big cities, blue, uh, blue cities in blue states. What do you have to lose from a political perspective 
by bringing charges against Trump, even if they're garbage. You you solidify your standing in Democrat circles by bringing these charges. So then why haven't they brought Alvin Bragg and it's total joke? Why haven't they brought them? It's a fantastic question. I, I yeah, don't I'm know. trying to look at why they haven't. They haven't yeah. yet, right? There must be some reason. I, I think probably uh, they just uh, are behind. I mean, honestly, I kind of feel <laughs> like I paperwork. expect to see. I expect to see charges brought. It's a big undertaking, the amount of time and energy and effort. But in terms of benefit, I, I don't think it's that challenging. We come back, Buck. Uh, this story, let's have a little bit of fun because this one is absolutely uh, is absolutely insane. You mentioned it to start. Sandra Bullock. They want her to return her Oscar because of this huge, ridiculous Michael Orr case that everybody is talking about. The blind side. What's next? We'll discuss on Clay and Buck. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.